bigots. There we go. What's going on? What's going on, bigots? Got my uh. There we go. Now I'm comfortable. We got the bigots on Rockfin, the bigots on YouTube. Or dual wielding, dual wielding on Rockfin and YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, second half of this just gonna be on Rockfin. And we're trying to get more people to go over there to the Rockfin, where we got free speech, where we don't get, um, where we don't get throttled, right? where you can actually get notified, and where uh, we've got actually Rockfin. You know, it's funny compared to YouTube. Rockfin gets a lot less like lag issues with the streams as well. Sometimes YouTube, let's back to the cameras. There we go. Sometimes YouTube gets some weird little stream issues. They Rockfin just doesn't get. So, anyways, if you're watching on YouTube, second half is going to be Rockfin exclusive. Pull up a tab over there on Rockfin. Uh, big shout out to the tipper over there, Mikhail Christos. Mikhail Christos, I love your name, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate that tip. Remember, you guys on Rockfin, you guys on YouTube. Your support, your tips, that's what keeps these streams going. You guys are the ones who keep this going. You guys are our sponsors. We don't have the World Business Council for Sustainable Development sponsoring us. We don't have the UN. We don't have, um, we don't have whoever's paying for Alicia Silverstone to make videos about her vitamin stash. <laughs> My Kind Organics, that's who it is. My Kind Organics. So Alicia Silverstone, prominent vegan, living that alternative diet lifestyle. Alicia here is going to show us, going to show us how, how it is, what it's like to be a good global citizen and have much of your diet consist of pharmaceutical grade supplements. <laughs> okay, let's, let's see what this, uh, this young starlet this young clueless starlet has to say about her vitamin stash. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. We're ready, Alicia. Whoa. Okay, I've been working since 4.30 this morning. I'm a little pooped out. So I thought maybe some vitamin C because it's so delicious. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> she just. <laughs> Are you sure that's so delicious? Let's see this one more time. Let's see this reaction. <laughs> I don't know about being so delicious. Mm. Mm. Oh, what's that like? <laughs> she looked kind of wretched over there. I don't know about that. Um, B12. One of my favorites. Everyone's deficient in B12 because the soil is depleted. So that's a lie. <laughs> so, so one of these things that vegans like to say: everyone's deficient in, v, in B12, right? Well, everyone's deficient in B12. No, not everyone is deficient in B12, and it's not because the soil is depleted, right? B12 is actually made from cobalt. So that B12 that you're drinking, the methylcobalamin or the cyanocobalamin, these vegans who say that they're saving the planet by starving themselves of vital nutrients that are required for brain development. All right, these vegans who say, oh yeah, this, this diet's so great, it's so good, check out my stash of vitamins. All right, look at my, my good global citizen stash of vitamins to make up for the nutrient deficiencies because I'm eating a plant-based kibble diet. 
these vegans will say, oh yeah, everyone's deficient in vitamin B12. No, not every, my family is not deficient in vitamin B12. You know why? Because we eat animal foods. So to say that the soil is deficient in B12 is, is a complete lie, is a complete and utter lie. You don't get B12 from eating soil, right? Now, cobalt in the soil is required for the development of, of vitamin B12 and things like ruminant animals. Now, the soil is not deficient in B12. Now, a lot of vegans will try to say, oh, all farmers give B12 to their animals, which is also a lie. <laughs> We've never given B12 to any of our animals, right? Sheep, cows, ducks, chickens, pigs. We don't give any of those animals vitamin B12. You know why? <laughs> because you don't need to. Because you do not need to. And so they'll make this kind of uh, this false statement that, oh, just because vitamin B12 supplements exist, there are vitamin supplements for livestock. And some of those supplements may include B12. Then they'll say, oh, well, every animal needs to be supplemented with B12 because the soil's depleted of B12. You know why most of our soils are degraded? Because of the plant-based kibble that requires heavy and intensive monocropping. Heavy and intensive uses of pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, tilling, constant tilling, the removal of cover crops. That's why the soil is depleted. You know what actually restores the soil? Proper intensive grazing techniques, what people call holistic land management, or what people call regenerative agriculture, actually de uh, develop soil. Now you develop soil through proper use of ruminant animals, through proper rotation and intensive grazing of ruminant animals, through that you deposit bacteria, including methanotropic bacteria that will remove methane from the air. And you actually deposit carbon in the soil as well and create that deep black loamy soil, which is so full of carbon, which is not a toxin. <laughs> right? But the depletion of soil is a real thing. But these vegans, I don't know what they're talking about. Oh, the soil's depleted, so we all need B12. No, you need B12 because you're on an inherently nutrient-deficient diet. Which is why vegan and vegetarian children have lower birth weight. It's good to have a little B12 in your life. This is so... Excuse me, Dixon. This is so good when you're trying to sleep at night and your mind's working. There's no hangover after this one. You just feel really good and you get a great night's sleep. So good. And there's a spray too that's a little bit more mild. I'm gonna take this right now. Probiotic. Apple cider vinegar. Why not? Look. Oh, so good. So so sweet. So good. These pills. <laughs> this, this, this is my favorite pill. It tastes so good. Mm. Well, I suppose I could have taken apple cider vinegar energy, but this is one I have open, so I'm gonna go with that one. Um, what else? I always love my turmeric and elderberry, but I'm not in the mood right now. <laughs> oh, this would be good. I have to open it. I don't want to open it. Um, too tired to even open it. Um, women's multi. The kids' gummies are so good. If they were open, I'd eat that right now. Um, all this stuff is for when you're sick, but nobody's sick, right? Chewable D are so delicious. Adrenal. Okay, anyways. That, that's your vitamin cover. <laughs> Covered, rather. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Right. So as the UN is rolling out 
is soon to roll out these planetary dietary recommendations that are, of course, plant-based under the direction of pharmaceutical magnates like the Wellcome Trust. Right? The Wellcome Trust, which is also really involved in setting policies for the other uh, emergency, right? the health emergency, not the health emergency because of the nutrient deficiencies throughout much of the world because of the lack of quality animal foods that people have. No, the other health emergency that's also exacerbated by nutrient deficiencies like zinc deficiency right, and disrupted immune systems due to the nutrient deficiencies that most of the world has because of the lack of animal foods and because of the hyper-focus on these plant-based foods. Okay, so you have this uh, United Nations rollout of an, in, uh, the intention to bring about planetary dietary guidelines in line with the Eat Lancet Foundation, right? E-A-T, Eat Lancet. And we've been talking about this for the last couple of years, but you had the United Nations, what was it called? The United Nations Food Council meeting? I forget what they called this council, but the United Nations was meeting recently to discuss the planetary dietary guidelines that they want to roll out. And of course, guess what? It's a plant-based diet. The UN has been telling us for years now, we have to have a plant-based diet. A plant-based diet is going to make you super healthy. Oh, it's going to make you so healthy. But not only that, plant-based diet is going to save you from the climate changing. Right? The climate won't change. The climate will stop changing if you just eat the plant-based kibble. If you just accept the plant-based kibble, we promise you the climate won't change anymore, which is a lie. It's a total lie. I mean, just like all of these, all of these things that these people are telling us they need to implement to save us from the climate, including a new economic system, right? What they call the sharing economy, right? what they've called uh, a wellness-based economy, a global carbon credit system, right? where all social aspects of our lives, of our lives, all the foods that we eat. All of our purchases could be graded and input into a social credit system to bring about, of course, more control over your life, right? So you will get social credits for eating the right foods. You'll get social credits for being a good global citizen. You'll get social credits for liking the right things, for reporting right, on uh, your uh, bad global citizen behavior. And this is being rolled out and being gamed. The rollout of this is being gamed as we speak. All right, so you got Boris Johnson, this f disgusting slime ball, Boris Johnson. And I don't know if anybody watching this remembers, but you remember last year, Boris got sick. Poor Boris. Poor Boris got sick. Let me pull up this article so you guys can see it too. Poor Boris got sick. He got the coof. Obesity is, clear, is clearly making us so sick and it's making us more uh, vulnerable to diseases. So we're going to need to, we're going to need to really have a, uh, a national level plan to get us healthy, to get us healthy again. And I'd, I said, I told you exactly how that would be rolled out. That would be rolled out as a social credit type system. 
right, which is the Agenda 2030, Agenda 21, big data-driven control by the state, by a global corporate state over all our behaviors, right, mediated through our surveillance devices, right, social media, and a social credit system, and now they're taking the next step, right? So Boris Johnson could offer healthy eating rewards after furious Tory backlash to tax plan. The new plan, which could be launched from January, would track family supermarket spending through an app and reward those who buy more fruit, vegetables, and low-calorie meals. So rewarding you for eating low-nutrition foods. Whereas if you focus on good quality fatty animal foods, right, and you cut out grains, you cut out junk food, you cut out these stupid, fa oh, low calorie, oh, look, it's low calorie. Look at this, this popcorn is low calorie. Popcorn is low calorie. It's got, it's plant-based. Fruit, vegetables, and low calorie meals. That means you have your popcorn with Crisco. That'll be your meal. And you'll get social credits for choosing these foods. This is no joke. This is what's being talked about. The government could offer rewards for families buying healthier foods, says the mirror.com.uk or slash UK. After a furious Tory backlash to proposals for assault and sugar tax, it comes after Boris Johnson slapped down his healthy eating SARS idea of a tax to encourage healthy eating just hours after it was proposed. So they're saying, we'll tax your sugar. We'll tax your salt. Salt, another crucial nutrient that you require. Your body needs salt. Salt is not bad. Salt is not bad. But they tell you, no, salt's bad. Saturated fat is bad. Now, oh, sugar is inherently bad. But then they say, oh, yeah, eat fruit. Well, that's, that's mostly sugar. <laughs> so it's, it's completely schizophrenic. These people have no idea about nutrition. The people who will sell this to you like this toad, like this shill toad, whose father, right, Stanley Johnson, wrote about overpopulation, wrote about the need for reduction of the human population and technocratic control over the masses, right? So Boris Johnson talking about the, um, talking about this plant-based <laughs> diet, social credit system, it's getting crazy, right? So we've got... Uh, We've got that. <laughs> We've got that. So that's coming. These people are going to try to roll this out at a global level. Of course, this is why it's so important not only to not only push back against these stupid ideas and this stupid technocracy that seeks not only to reduce our ability to make choices about what we do, to make informed choices about what we do about our own health, right? but also destroying our ability to even purchase those foods that are healthy to even access quality animal foods, right? Fat-soluble vitamins, vitamin D, vitamin K2, vitamin A, the retinol form of vitamin, uh, vitamin A. These are only found in animal foods. Iodine, only found in animal foods. These are all nutrients that are crucial for brain development. Vitamin B12, only found in animal foods. These people, these pharmaceutical companies, and big ag, who have systematically destroyed animal agriculture, consolidated the system of production of animal foods and plant foods in the United States and abroad and much of the world. These people want you on that kibble. They want you focused primarily on the GMO, low nutrient density foods. And they'll say, oh yeah, low calorie is good. Low salt is good. 
Saturated fat is bad. These are lies. These are lies. So not only do we have to push back against this, we also got to continue to focus on local food production. Not, not just local food production, but our own food production can be important. Now, not everybody desires to, needs to, should produce some of their own food, but it is something that you can do if you're interested in it. It's something you can do, right? Like we had no idea what we were doing when we started uh, raising animals for food. It's not hard to have chickens. It's not hard to have ducks. It's actually not that hard to have cows, right? Now we're having to move them around, rent space for them sometimes, but it's not that difficult. And it's actually in certain times, especially when they're rolling out these stupid restrictions on your movement, these ridiculous lockdowns, it's been really handy not having to go to town for weeks on end, not having to buy food for months at a time. All right, so food security is huge. The same people who are trying to roll this out are also right, these big corporations, these governments, the IMF, World Bank, World Economic Forum. Through this economic warfare model that's been implemented, especially over the last year, now, they've been talking about supply chain disruptions, all artificially created. Right? Food supply disruptions, all artificially created. And in the UK, they already rolled out a system of rationing meat to supermarkets and telling people, oh, you could only buy two or three items of meat per trip to the super supermarket last year during the lockdown. So anyways, we're going to have to push back against this and we got to work on and focus on producing food locally. All right, we got a we got a tip over here. We got a tip over here from where'd that go? Where did that go? There we go. Just for kicks, tipping ten bucks says carbon credit refill, please. There you go. Tip. Uh, you just that ten dollars that actually gives you ten thousand gigatons. Ten thousand gigatons, which actually equals ten gigatons. So ten gigatons of carbon credits for you and yours. That means you can eat. A total of three steaks this year, just for kicks, uh, according to Boris Johnson's proposed uh, proposed carbon credit plan. So I appreciate that tip, man. Everybody who uh, who supports over there on Rockfin, you guys are winning the tip. You guys are winning the tip jar competition so far. We got no tips over there on YouTube. Bigots on YouTube. Look at you, bigots on YouTube. Not even tipping <laughs> like the Rockfin crew. If you're watching on YouTube, pull up a tab on Rockfin. Second half of this is going to be exclusive on Rockfin. Trying to get more people to go over there in case of the possible, possibly inevitable removal of this, uh, of this channel from YouTube. Hey, we're well within the community guidelines always. Right, we, are, we are good global citizens. And, but YouTube doesn't agree. YouTube likes to... YouTube is, is very uh, trans-vegan phobic. We're even trans-vegan. We trans over here. But YouTube is very trans-vegan phobic. So thank you guys for Rockfin for tipping. If you guys are watching on YouTube, thank you guys for supporting, for sharing the videos, liking the videos. If you're watching on Rockfin as well, make sure to upgrade to a subscription. We appreciate that. Yeah, Nico, I know there's no tip option on YouTube, but there's the Super Chat option. I'm sorry, the Super Chats via Streamlabs. Dangerfield Henley. What's up, Dangerfield? Dangerfield, my uh, my top mod. Look at that, my only mod right now. Loyal mod showing up. Thank you, Dangerfield. There's a link for the Streamlabs right there. That's how you can tip via YouTube. 
Yes, YouTube. All you guys are awesome on YouTube. The platform of YouTube sucks, but the people who watch on YouTube are freaking awesome. So if you want to support the stream while you're watching on YouTube, if you got questions or comments, you want to you want to drop those. You can use the Streamlabs link. There are no super chats on YouTube, so you can tip over there via Streamlabs. All right, all right. So we got another video. I've I've been actually really enjoying Bevan over at at Vegan Phobics compilation videos. Because not only are we talking about diet today, we're talking about non-traditional diets, the diet, the good global citizen diet, but we're also going to get into the good global citizen new relationship model. This polyamory nonsense, which we've hit on a few times, but we're, we're, we're cycling back to that because I think, what was it, the New York Times? New York Times published a new article. Published a new article, or no, it was a Forbes. Forbes published an article pushing the polyamory nonsense again, right? So the diets attack your fertility. They attack your ability to procreate, also your ability to grow a, a properly functioning central nervous system and functioning brain, um, right? the low cholesterol being associated with higher all-cause mortality, low cholesterol associated with higher all-cause mortality, and and associated with, um, with, with mental illness, right? with depression, with suicide, and with violent crime. But the, the, uh, the medical establishment tells you cholesterol, low cholesterol is the healthiest thing that you could uh, force yourself to have. Right? And then they give you statins. What are the side effects of statins? Decreased bone mineral density, fractures, loss of memory, neuro degenerative and cognitive decline neurodegenerative disease increases these are the side effects of the statins that they give you <laughs> what so yeah check out should be shout out to vegan phobic he does some really good bevan oops bevan over here does some really good compilations big shout out to vegan phobic we're gonna watch this one imagine a vegan wife <laughs> imagine well you don't have to imagine some of these are actual vegan wives and girlfriends my raw vegan ice cream king you know you can get cold i actually felt that like in the first couple of days like i was like oh i'm a little cold like i don't need the ac as much which saves energy and it's great i can't waste my time into the kitchen i cannot cook I cannot waste my time. And that's why I turn into a raw vegan. Is the dinner Wait, prep? <laughs> that's why you turn into a raw vegan. Raw vegans spend all their time preparing food. What are you talking about? Not all, vegans spend all their time thinking about food and raw vegans spend all of their time preparing food. Soaking they nuts. <laughs> all their, you know how much time you gotta spend soaking them nuts? <laughs> I'm gonna make some salad wraps. I've also been adding some raisins to my wraps. Gives that a little bit of sweetness since there's no dressing here. Look at that. It's a, it's a, a sheet of nori paper with lettuce inside of it, a few pieces of cucumber, <laughs> and a bell pepper, like a yellow bell pepper. I guess you squeeze some lemon in there and now raisins. Imagine you're. <laughs> Imagine feeding your children this. We're made for a snack. 
For yeah, maybe for like one of five snacks. <laughs> a snack in between some huge meals. Look at that. There's zero fat. There's no fat in that. No protein at all. Imagine feeding me that. Imagine cleaning the toilet after feeding me that. <laughs> What is this one? <laughs> you gotta like that. You gotta love the music. Tabasco, potatoes, and squash. But there's nothing on the squash. That's just straight squash. And those potatoes are like, what, do you think those are boiled or like not baked, but like, what do you, those are not boiled. I don't think those are boiled. They're just like slivers, <laughs> potato slivers and squash <laughs> with Tabasco. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, first of all, you started off. I know. This, this dude makes some of the best compilations. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really appreciate Vegan Folks channel, I gotta say. A big glass. Okay. And now for my breakfast. I'm having cherries. Dude. Like, imagine, imagine, like. <laughs> the video is called Imagine a Vegan Wife, but like, imagine. Imagine eating that and then doing like all the things you do in a day. I'm talking to my wife here who is like super mom, right? Like educates our children, does, cooks for me, um, cleans up after us, like this, does all these things, right? Right, like this is, this is crazy. Manages all the parts of the business that I hate doing, <laughs> that I can't do. Like this is this is ridiculous. Imagine just eating cherries and doing the things you do. Imagine eating cherries and then like spending a day working physical labor. Imagine eating cherries and waking up in the morning, go milk some cows, move some animals around. <laughs> like, ima imagine, imagine working construction, a construction job, and eating cherries for breakfast. Wow. I'm having cherries. Now that I've had the pineapple, I'm gonna have some mangoes and a snack on a few of these. After my amazing fruit salad, I'm gonna snack dried banana snacks. All I'll have had for breakfast and lunch is bananas and coconut sugar. So I'm gonna have 10 bananas. I would say I spend, truthfully, honestly, four to six hundred dollars a week on fruit. <laughs> Alright, an average of five hundred dollars a week on fruit. Two thousand dollars a month on fruit. Two thousand dollars a month to be unhealthy. <laughs> wow. You can get a whole cow. No matter what country you're in, you can get a whole cow for that. You get a whole cow, butcher it in your garage. <laughs> That's insane. And vegetables. You can eat nothing but meat for that much money. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> right for way less. A lot of videos about I. Whenever I hear how much vegans like, I automatically convert it to meat money. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> this is how much money I spent on fruit. Imagine how many porterhouse steaks you could have gotten for that. Imagine. 
drank a gallon of water a day for a week and this is what happened and blah blah and I'm tired all the time so I'm going to be drinking a lot of water today so yeah I'm gonna get ready have some coffee because I'm really tired I'm exhausted just purely exhausted <laughs> I'm exhausted I've been so just like drained and tired and just fatigued lately I don't know what it is I'm just like weak what and that tired is and what is fatigued. that I like what my that whole is. body is just achy so I need to eat and go to bed I'm gonna make breakfast. I'm gonna eat some avocado or bread. And sometimes I think it's the fruit that makes me feel so tired and fatigued. Another thing is the tiredness. All that together is because, you know, the energy is going to heal inside versus warming you up. So it's just a, it's a normal symptom that I've, I've learned. Wow. <sighs> I'm just so tired today. Like I'm. I'm sure you can see it in my face. Like I'm exhausted right now. But I wonder how much, like, how many, how many hours of video does he have to watch of these crazy vegans to harvest these and weave these together? Like ten clips. I'm so tired. I'm just so tired. But it's like, like when you go vegan, you're like, you're so tired because of like the healing. Like it's just all the energy and all that cosmic force is like going into like healing you. And it's like, also, it's like having to deal with all people's negative energy all the time. When you're vegan, you become really sensitive. And it's like, you're so sensitive and you're, you're so concerned about the animals. And like, other people don't care about the animals. And it just makes you so tired because they argue for the animals all the time. And other people hate the animals, but you love the animals and you give all your energy for the animals. And I'm just so tired. <laughs> video go. I lost it there. No, I just cannot get through a whole day like i will have to have a nap and depending on what i have planned and what i'm doing the next day i like try to pre-plan my sleeping schedule um look i can never see myself eating animal products again uh, i'm so what if you went to the doctors tomorrow and the doctor told you stephanie you're not gonna live past 25 if you continue this lifestyle this guy wants to eat meat so bad. <laughs> this guy is so sick of it. This poor... Look at him. He looks like he does eat meat. He looks... They look like they've been vegan for like three months. And she... Look at her. She's looking... Look at her eyes. She looks like she's about to lie. <laughs> like she's already lying and is about to lie again. The doctors tomorrow... And See myself eating animal products again. Uh, I'm so what if you went to the doctors tomorrow... And the doctor told you, Stephanie, you're not going to live past dude. 25 and you continue this lifestyle. Um, I would probably continue the lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is this? That's so sad. But you're lying. <laughs> this chick's probably not vegan anymore. There's a 98% chance that these people, both of them, there's a 100% chance that dude's not vegan anymore. There's a 98% chance that this poor girl is not vegan. Um, I would probably continue the lifestyle. No. Look at him. <laughs> what the... <laughs> How beautiful is this not to have this sacred color of red coming out of my vagina, out of my yoni, out of the gateway to heaven portal is this red blood coming. And... I just whoa, 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 it's on her face. Yeah. It's on her face. Ah! Ah! It's on her freaking face. She rubbed it on her face. 
She put it in her freaking face. You, I know you see that. I see that. What? This is the the less the least weird part of this video is that she's filming herself naked with her legs crossed in front of her coochie and her arms folded over her titty bags. What the? F out of my vagina, out of my yoni. <laughs> out of my yoni. Out of my yoni. Color of red coming out of my vagina, out of my yoni, out of the gateway to heaven portal. No. That is not the gateway to heaven portal. That is the gateway to venereal diseases. That is the gateway to a really intense, crazy, emotional roller coaster of being involved with you. That is, a, that is literally the mouth of the devil between your legs, woman. That is, a, that is a, the gaping maw of Satan between your legs. This is, this is freaking horrific. Out of the gateway to heaven portal is this red blood coming. And I oh. just felt intuitively that I'm going to put it on my face. I'm going to put it on my body. Guys, I'm so hungry. I'm I barely even slept. <laughs> I just felt intuitively that. Well, I didn't realize you felt it intuitively. I'm sorry for judging. I didn't. I didn't even realize that you felt intuitively that you should put it on your face. I'm sorry. I, yeah, no. I, she felt it intuitively. That's all right. All right. Never mind, guys. It's all good. She felt intuitively that she should. She should put that. The 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 drippings of the the portal of heaven or whatever she called her, her hoochie coochie, on her face. So it's all right. Felt intuitively that I'm going to put it on my face. I'm going to put it on my body. Guys, I'm so hungry. Oh my god, I barely even slept. I tend to stop taking care of myself mentally and spiritually. Like, I'll try. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Why don't you think that's as funny as I think that is? Like a just any woman saying that's so funny. Like just the audio of this clip. I guess you've heard so you probably heard a lot of women say stupid shit like this. Is why you don't think it's as funny. Yeah, it's but that's why I think it is funny. What's <laughs> like, wrong with women? Not all hashtag not all women. All right. My wife's the kind of woman that has to hear that kind of stupid shit come from all kinds of different women over the last. 10 years or we've been together what 12 years all right i tend to stop taking care of myself mentally and spiritually like i'll try but it's so oh. so difficult oh all right, guys. so i just feel like like i've just really like i've not really been focusing on myself enough you know it's like you know, I like, oh man, like I've only, I've done, I've done yoga only, I've only done yoga five times this week. I've gone to my, my Bikram class five times this week. Um, my, I haven't even talked to my shaman in like three days. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like, I feel like I've just not taken care of myself enough. It's like I need a, I need a me month. I need a month just, just for me, you know? 
so difficult. All right, guys, I'm back home. I went to see my therapist. This video is about body hair, and I wanted to show you my body hair. No. So we can start with my armpit. No. 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 Stop. All the other creatures of the earth, none of them pluck their eyebrows. They just are. Oh, so since she's so depressed. Oh my god. Oh, this one too. They this is like so depressed. I know. I don't want to know. Every like every clip gets worse. What? <laughs> Alright, vegan phobic. We appreciate your videos, but also we're horrified by your videos. This is like this is like a genuine horror show. Um, I'm gonna make it to where you guys can see. There you go. You can see vegan phobic now. Oh my god. Oh, this is Jasmine Gaines. Um, Jasmine's just having some anxiety. Well, I just found the most efficient and natural lip balm that you can have. Don't tell me. Oh, no. Take a guess what it is. Take a guess. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like she's going to drop some gross one. Oh, I didn't, all right. Anywhere. So I just itch my head. Like head. Back of my hand, I itch and I itch, and then there's all the natural oils that are found. Told you on our cranium. Oh! <laughs> I feel good old lice lip moisturizer. Good old vegan. That's not even vegan, man. You're putting lice on. You're putting lice on your on your lips, girl. That's ex exploitation. That's animal exploitation. So good. So good. Okay, but I'm not going to kiss you because I don't want to kiss someone who just ate meat. How can you eat this knowing all that you know? And you said that maybe you'll go vegan in your old age. And that made me really upset. Adventure you're going on puts so much cholesterol in your fucking arteries that you have a fucking heart attack and die. That would be the best day ever. Because you know what? You've got some fucking karma coming your way, you stupid cocksucker. But I remember that wow. watching my ex-boyfriend eat steak was at the same time alienating, depressing, and fucking infuriating. I can't feel like... <laughs> watching someone eat steak, alienating, depressing, and effing infuriating. Okay. Yeah, but 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 it's the rest of the world that's uh, that's crazy, right? No, the, the vegans are the same ones. The rest of the world's just nuts. Gross being friends with my friends. I feel like I was the only person with any compassion that was around. It made me feel sad, depressed. I felt like I was the only person with any compassion. That was around. That's all right. That's that's really funny. That's really contradictory. <laughs> I just felt like I was like the only person around me with any empathy. All the rest of these people around me were like just like subhuman, zero empathy, just like soulless, like soulless, like ugh, just soulless, mindless idiots. And I'm just like the only one 
that like knew it was up and I was like the only vegan all these other people are just like useless <laughs> angry lonely so many emotions that I don't think I've ever felt about anything it's just it's crazy what you go through in my opinion when you go vegan and so women who are following a whole foods plant way of eating during pregnancy which makes it much easier on them and on the baby no that that's not true and and, and on any level <laughs> um look vegan and vegetarian babies have lower birth rates uh, birth weights rather right so you're decreasing the birth weight of the child you're increasing the likelihood of having neurological and developmental issues in your child. <laughs> this is, and, and, and you're starving yourself. In no way would starving yourself with the vital nutrients that the human body requires, right? the vital nutrients that are required by the human body that you can only get in animal foods, which just to name a few, zinc, Heme iron, vitamin B12, choline, taurine, iodine. <laughs> right? These crucial nutrients that are required for the development of the central nervous system of the child in the womb. These crucial, crucial nutrients that if you don't have, you feel like you're starving because you are starving. In no way does that help pregnant women. You crazy, murderous wench. During childbirth, it's a lighter, easier baby to... She admits it. There you go. It's a lighter, easier baby. Yeah. It's developmentally stunted. You murderous witch. Easier baby, see, which makes it much easier on them and on the baby during childbirth. It's a lighter, easier baby Ooh. to deliver. If anyone has lost a period on a vegan diet, I don't know if it's just me. I did lose a lot of hair. I lost my period. I started realizing that my hair was getting a little bit thinner. I lost my period. I lost some hair. I lost my period. We One know. heck of a day, I have to tell you. I feel like you I've come on one. here just to fill my day to you, but I promise, yeah. promise there'll be more, there'll be better one heck of a day, I have to tell you. I feel like I've come on here just to fill my day to you, but I promise, promise there'll be more, there'll be better. What? <laughs> okay. Wow. That was horrific. Vegan phobic. <laughs> we laughed. We cried. <clears throat> we screamed in agony. Thank you very much. Bevan from, from vegan phobic over there. So again, I mean, the, the, the amount of... The, the amount of mental illness that you see in this community is not... It's not coincidental. Right? We know... We know that when you deprive yourself of vital nutrients that the body requires, we know that it hurts your development. Not only does it hurt your development, 
It also makes you more inclined towards risk-seeking behavior, right? People that are low in cholesterol commit violent crimes. I mean, this has been studied. This has been studied among violent criminals and penitentiaries that they have low cholesterol. Low cholesterol is associated with higher all-cause mortality. Nutrients like zinc, iodine, selenium. These are found in animal foods in great abundance. Choline, taurine, vitamin A in its retinol form, vitamin D, fat-soluble vitamins like vitamin K2. You get these from things like dairy foods. You get these from animal foods. Vitamin B12 you do not get from plant foods. Vitamin B12 is requisite for a healthy brain. So it's, it's no surprise that we got Boris Johnson pushing healthy eating rewards, <laughs> which means, oh, you're going to eat more fruit and vegetables, right? They're, they want to punish people ultimately in the social credit system that they want to implement. It's going to be based on what they call wellness, and they want to punish you. They want to punish you <clears throat> for actually eating animal foods. Now, we're talking about a social credit system, your social credit score being, score being calculated by your behaviors, including your, cons your behavior as a consumer. The things you buy in the store, which is exactly what this disgusting, shill, toad, Boris Johnson. Look at this dude. Just look, just, he looks like a Monty Python cartoon. He's just such, a, such an exaggerated version of like a fat cat British politician. <clears throat> well, this is what, what they want to move you towards. So veganism, non-traditional diets that of course result in this like dysphoria. Like you see the dysphoria. You see the dysphoria. So non-traditional diets, non-traditional relationships as well. Non-traditional relationships. So here's uh here we got the hubby. Hubby announces mm -hmm. he's now vegan. I've become a vegetarian. What are you talking about? Everything you eat is meat. Everything. All things have passed away. <laughs> I'm not a new man. So you know how Lamb said that he's vegan now? Well, he just ordered some chicken behind my back. Let's go see how vegan he is now. What, what are you doing? Are you? <laughs> is that chicken? Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? You just said you're going to be a vegan now. And who says I'm not? Uh, the chicken. He's trans-vegan like me. I like it. When I called, I ordered grass-fed chicken. What? This chicken eats grass. And that's vegan now. Jokers. <laughs> Alright, so... Yeah, we've got, uh... We've got the non-traditional relationships. The non-traditional diets. Where did that go? We've got... There it is. Forbes published this article a couple days ago. Love and sex with many. Research on the health and wellness of consensual non-monogamy. Rebecca Coffey, the science writer over here, contributor at Forbes. Here you go. So they, this, is, this is so good. This is so healthy. Veganism's healthy. Veganism's healthy. And also polyamorous relationships. I mean, what's healthier than veganism? A polyamorous vegan relationship right if charles darwin was right this is this is how the article starts if charles darwin was right human love and sex are rooted in the same reproductive imperative that makes animals mate there you go guys so it's just you're, you're just animals you're just animals why not mate like an animal 
right? Well, I mean, of course, you know, these are the same type of people who are going to tell you, talk about women's rights and whatnot. Get, we've got animals, <clears throat> and uh, we'll, we'll let you in on a little secret somehow. Some of these animals mate. Chickens, for instance, yeah, chickens. The way that chickens mate is a rooster chases down the chicken, takes his sharp beak, grabs the neck. All right, so the rooster grabs the neck and, and, and of this hen, and then with his claws pins her down, forces her neck down, and violently penetrates the hen while the hen's squirming around trying to get out. Actually, the, the, the hen kind of eventually just submits to it as the rooster just pins it down and, uh, and, and violently inseminates it. So, uh, so you, but Forbes over here, they're telling you, let's look to the animal kingdom for how to breed. Um, I mean, there, there are donkeys. We got, we got a, I had a friend who told me a story about a donkey that was a, a male donkey that was, that was uh, raped to death by another donkey. <laughs> that we told me that. Yeah, yeah, by another male. Okay, so uh, you, you want to start talking about animal, animal breeding and animal relationships. I, I'm, I'm not so sure you want to go down that road, Forbes. Uh, you know, woke ass Forbes over here. But again, like it's not actually about women's rights. It's not actually about you know the the dignity of human beings. It's about the destruction of values. Right? It's about the destruction of the old order and the bringing in of a new one. So there they go. They say if Charles Darwin was right, human love and sex are rooted in the same reproductive imperative that makes animals mate. We want to send our genetic material into subsequent generations. This is such a, it's so stupid. So first of all, Charles Darwin was not right. First of all, Charles Darwin was a degenerate inbred retard whose family was breeding for generations with the Wedgwood family and created a group of degenerate inbred retards who believed that their degenerate inbred retard blood made them superior to all the other people around them and because they were the elite. Okay, Charles Darwin used to fall into trances and have visions. And that's how he downloaded some of his demonic theories on uh, inanimate matter transforming into animate matter and then this transmutation of species that uh, basically turns human beings into just big monkeys. You're just, you're just an evolved monkey. Right? You're, you, have, you share a common ancestor with a rock. In fact, your ancestor is just a rock. <laughs> That's a, you're an evolved rock. So yeah, Charles Darwin excuse, uh, was not right. Charles Darwin was a fool. So anyways, uh, we, we send our genetic material in a subsequent generation. We want to send our genetic material in a subsequent generation. Mind you, cats, dogs, Tasmanian devils, insects, fish, birds, and even Bigfoot may not be thinking babies when they have sex. Gay men and lesbians aren't trying to reproduce. That's, that's science. That's, can't, can't deny that. Heterosexual people buying birth control supplies at drugstores aren't. Regardless, the healthy animalistic instinct to create progeny may be what makes most of them, most of us, suckers for sex and fools for love. It's health and wellness in action. And it's all fun. But does biology dictate that mating has to be a forever kind of thing? Oh, right, because it's just biology. Biology dictate, dictates this. Right? So, 
Uh, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be a forever kind of thing. Maybe you should just never get married or have kids so that you could just rely on the government social credit system for the rest of your life. And when the state doesn't want to feed you anymore because you're useless to the mechanistic meat grinder of the technocratic global Bolshevik system that we want to implement, then, uh, then, then they'll just stop feeding you. Right? When, you, when you reach 33 years old, you go to carousel. Right? Oh, why not? Why not? For large mammals, anyways. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, and it's all fun. There it is. But does biology dictate that, mate, that mating has to be a forever kind of thing? Darwin never expressed an opinion. Oh, wow. Well, Darwin never said you have to have a wife. As it turns out, most animals who seem to be monogamous aren't. Even so, some big religions dictate monogamy for humans. Many marriage and divorce laws do too. So it's just religions that make people want to be monogamous, man. That's just the patriarchy, bro. Look, animals aren't monogamous. Hey, guess what, guess what else animals do? They kill, steal, rape, pillage, murder. Well, murder is the unlawful killing of a human, but animals just indiscriminately kill each other. The animals also... Don't ask for for uh, for consent when they go in for the you know when they was sliding home, <laughs> right? So, yeah, I I don't know if uh, if you really want to go down that road, Forbes. All right, we got. Let me read some tips over here. Thank you guys for the tips. Look at that, Badger Wise tipping five bucks, uh, John McGann tipping tipping ten bucks on uh, on Rockfin. Let's see, you guys. You guys are beating the YouTube bigots. Look at that. No, no tips over there on YouTube, but a bunch of tips on Rockfin. Just for kicks, tipping 10 bucks. says Gateway Portal rubbed all on the face. Bold strat. <laughs> Why you got to remind me? Why you got to remind me? I'm traumatized already. Zex, tipping 2 bucks. says, Yo, Tristan, can you debate that woke, conservative, crushing, debate God destiny <laughs> on vaccines and climate change? You know, I... I've heard that name thrown around. I don't even know who that guy is. But sure, I'll debate any of these fools. I'll debate any of these idiots. Thank you very much for the tip. You guys who are watching on Rockfin, remember, you can tip. You see that little, buck, that little button that says $2 tip channel? And you're not just limited to 2 bucks. It allows you to do 2 I think, I think it's like 2 5 10 15 20 25 50 and even, maybe you can do 32 and then you can even tip them. The max tip is 100 over there on, uh, on Rockfin. So we thank you guys all who support the channel over here on Rockfin. You guys are watching on YouTube. If you want to support, there is a way to tip via the Streamlabs. If you want your questions or comments read on air, that's the way to do it. <clears throat> all right. So anyways, back to the article. Thank you guys very much on Rockfin. If you're watching on YouTube, second half is going to be Rockfin exclusive. We'll be going over there Rockfin and probably, uh, probably do another 20 minutes over there on YouTube as well. You jump over there to Rockfin, too. So anyways, they're, they're, oh, it's just biology, right? Biology should dictate our morality. Biology should dictate... We just look at animals and figure out how to live as humans, right? This is, this is madness, right? Of course, this is Forbes. Right? This is Forbes. So Forbes, just like, uh, you know, The Atlantic, New York Times, constant social engineering coming out of Forbes. Um, <clears throat> oops. There it goes. For large mammals, anyways, monogamy doesn't add to the probability... Uh-uh. Come back. There you go. For large mammals, anyways, monogamy... Uh, right, here I gotta use... Pro tip. 
Wayback Machine gets you around ad blockers. Ad blocker, blockers rather. So the, they're trying to block my ad <laughs> blocker. Ah, uh, they've not archived that. Large mammals, anyways, monogamy doesn't add to the probability that a species will survive. The opposite may be the, be the case. In 2003, biologist Justin Brochers of the University of British Columbia examined 30 years of data for 41 mammal species on six separate reserves, publishing in the peer-reviewed journal Cons Conservation Biology. He reported that loyal mating ranked second as the cause of death for populations of primates. Of course, humans are primates. Now, human sexology research from two groups of researchers has produced results not quite as dire. Even so, their data suggests that long-term monogamy may not always be ideal. Oh, man. Oh, we better, we, better, we better get rid of marriage, you guys. This is for public health and wellness. We better get rid of, get rid of marriage. So again, they're, they're pushing polyamory, saying, oh, hey, why not have, why not have multiple partners? You have multiple partners. Hey, polyamory is going to help you to survive because all that matters is survival. Well, how about, uh, why, why is it Forbes out here advocating for males just going out and murdering other males? Because then they'd have a greater chance of survival and of mating with more females. I guess, well, you know, Forbes is kind of involved in that right now anyways, isn't they? aren't they? So we've got the um, more pushing of these non-monogamous relationships Polyamory is good for you. If it's good for animals, it must be good for you. <clears throat> and so they start they get a little bit deeper into some of their some of the stupid fake research that they're running. Wellness and consensual non-monogamy. So the concept of wellness. We've been into the we've kind of taken a few deep dives on wellness. Like what do they mean by wellness? How do how do you determine wellness? Wellness is kind of this word, this catchphrase. Is being used now to quantify basically hedonism, right? It's like the, the hedonistic culture that these people want to build. They want to give you a social credit score ultimately and tell you that that social credit score is going to indicate your wellness, right? We'll give you a wellness score. All your behaviors can be scored on a scale of, uh, what would the scale be? <laughs> what would the scale be for the, the wellness score? Right, we'll, we'll score your behaviors, and we'll see how that generates wellness for you and for the greater culture, right? So it's all this algorithmically calculated idea, <clears throat> a technocratic management of your psychological, social, and biological state. That's what wellness is. Right? And there are even talks about bringing about what they call the wellness economy, right? The wellness economy. An economic model based on, remember that capitalism site we dove into about a year ago? An economic model based on scoring your wellness. And it's essentially social credits. It's another disguise for social credits. So your wellness score will be tied to your diet, your behaviors, the content you interact with online, perhaps even your DMs. 
Right? The vices and virtues, they say, uh, or I'm sorry, here we go, it's a, they're talking about a study here. The vices and virtues of consensual non-monogamy, a relational dimension investigation is the work of graduate student Thomas R. Brooks III. Ooh. Oof. He must come from a, a long line of successful breeders to learn that, to earn that title. Published by the peer-reviewed journal Psychology and Sexuality, written by a bunch of degenerate pervert fags. No, I'm sorry, uh, written by... Written with colleagues of the Department of Psychology and Special Education at Texas A&M University of Commerce, they compared various measures of relationship quality, conflict resolution style, and individual well-being. Well-being. Remember the Rockefeller Foundation's tagline. Here, we'll just... Let me get it correct. Oops. The Rockefeller Foundation, of course started pushing this idea of well-being. There it is. The Rockefeller Foundation. Started in 1913. The well-being of mankind throughout the world was their tagline. That's the idea of the psychosocial management of all of human behavior and human culture and the promotion of well-being, that's something that these big foundations have been pushing for a long time. Okay, so... Blah, 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 where'd that go? Individual well-being is self-reported by 555 heterosexual participants. Some of the participants were in monogamous relationships and some were in consensually non-monogamous relationships. CNM, that's acronym for consensually non-monogamous relationships, means an open relationship with full disclosure. The non-monogamous encounters can range from casual and low stakes to intimacy that is both emotionally and sexually long-term and loving. The study participants completed standard questionnaires about well-being and conflict resolution. They numerically rated the satisfaction, commitment, intimacy, passion, and love that they experienced in their romantic and sexual relationships. Participants in CNM relationships, it's non-monogamous relationships, generally scored as psychologically healthier and more content. Oh, there you go, guys. There you go, guys. A bunch of pervert psychologists rated these people as being more content, and they're, they're just well-adjusted people. They're not all uptight like all those, all those pedophobe and homophobe normies out there. They just, you know, they're, they're more loose. You know, they just, they feel better about things. <laughs> Healthier and more content, they call them. In the rated measures of satisfaction and sex and love, people in CNM relationships generally outscored people in monogamous relationships. Perhaps not incidentally, people practicing consensual non-monogamy reported using positive problem-solving with their intimate partners, while those practicing monogamy more often reported that they emotionally withdraw from conflict with their relationship partners. So, hey, guys, you're going to be so happy. All right? these, these Keynesian weirdo psychiatrists and psychologists say you're going to be super-duper happy. We promise if you get into a, a non-monogamous relationship. Right, of course, the more sexual partners a woman has when she's young, they've done sociological studies, they've done psychological studies on this. The more sexual partners a woman has, the less likely she is to ever have effective pair bonding 
and have an effective relationship, meaning she won't have children, meaning there will be nobody to take care of her in her older age, except, of course, the state, right? But, you know, we, we all know that Forbes and these people, these, uh, these Kinsey and pervert psychologists who run these studies to try to convince you that it's a great idea to, uh, to you know, put the pee-pee and the poo-poo all over the place and get into these consensual, non-monogamous relationships. We, we know that they're going to take care of you, right? The state will take care of you. The World Economic Forum will take care of you in your old age. Just don't have kids. Don't have kids. Go vegan and get in a non-monogamous, get in that, that non-monogamous, consensual non-monogamous, of course, relationship and you're gonna be happy you'll be so happy all right so then i don't know they, they go on and talk about oh in history oh in history look look in history our your ancestors your monkey ancestors loved non-monogamous relationships <laughs> again the destruction of the family non-traditional families they call this oh tradition is so bad Tradition is so bad. We need to change the way we see the traditional human relationship. <clears throat> Consensual non-monogamy. This is going to bring you happiness. This is going to bring you well-being. Right? The, the World Economic Forum <laughs> will, uh, will rate this quite highly on their, on their well-being metric. If you, the more sexual partners you have, the more likely you are to ever have a real long-term relationship and real pair bonding. So... Hey, hey, let's, uh, let's normalize this. We'll give you social credits. You can get extra, you can get one extra meat ration per year for, for your non-monogamous, of course, consensual non-monogamous because it's mean if it's not consensual. Your non-monogamous relationship. Okay, so new family values. Forbes is telling you, this is the, the healthy relationship of the future. Right, a bunch of zonked out coomer soy boys. Three dudes, one woman. This is the healthy relationship of the future, right? This chick with her three boyfriends. Consensual non-monogamy. The New York Times also writing an article. Return of the family values zombie. The family value zombie. So, of course, this, this erosion of family values, this attack on traditional family values, this is nothing new. Right? Just like the attack on the traditional foods that keep us healthy. The attack on the traditional values which keep our cultures cohesive and allow us to actually live a productive life. Actually allow us some little glimpses of happiness, which... You know, these, these people in mass media, the people who push this nonsense on you, they want you to idolize happiness, right? This fleeting transitory state of happiness. Don't you want to be happy? Don't you want to be happy? Well, uh, hey, buy this. Buy that. Put the pee-pee in the poo-poo and get in a non-monogamous relationship, and then you'll be happy. You're going to be so happy. We promise. Right? It's, an, it's nonsense. It's a lie. And happiness just becomes an idol anyways. What, what, do, what do you even mean by happiness? Happiness? Is that what we're here to chase? Just this hedonistic concept of feel-good happiness? Now, this is their window to the social credit system. 
which we're going to talk a little bit about in a minute here. We got a fun video we'll watch as well. Some of these, some of these polyamory videos are really funny. So there's this ABC video we're going to watch. Where'd that go? Here, I'll find that. I'll pull that one up. No, not that one. Where'd it go? There it is. Polyamory increases in popularity as record numbers flock to dating apps. ABC News, July 21st. So about six days ago, they put out this video. So they're pushing hard for this stuff. They're pushing hard for this nonsense. Now, the erosion of traditional family values, the erosion of, of marriage in general, right? Now, the concept of marriage, the concept of the family. The family is the vessel, the vehicle, through which traditional values can be passed on, right? through which knowledge can actually be passed on. Not only knowledge about how to feed yourselves, not just knowledge about how to actually live a productive life, but also spiritual knowledge. Right? Breaking up families destroys the transmission of spiritual values. Right? This huge attack on Christianity that we've seen over the last, I mean, since the 1960s has been crazy. It's been insane. And that's for a reason. And the destruction of marriage, the destruction of the family, it's part of that. And I just got a, I, uh, got a quote here from St. John Chrysostom. If a man and a woman marry to satisfy their sexual appetites or to further the material aims of themselves or their families, then the union is unlikely to bring blessings. But if a man and a woman marry in order to be companions on the journey through heaven, I'm sorry, to, through earth to heaven, then their union will bring great joy to themselves and to others. With this idea that marriage is beyond just physical comfort, right? You know, the assumption of that article that we were just looking at is, oh, well, monogamous relationships are just there possibly because of some, uh, you know, vague Darwinian drive to, you know, perpetuate your seed, to keep your seed going, to keep, your, to keep the species alive. Right? This, uh, this animalistic uh, desire to dominate nature around you. Well, that's nonsense. That's bullshit. That's a, that's a false assumption. Right? Marriage has always been something. It's, it's always been something that's been blessed by God. Right? Man and woman and the family. Always something that has been crucial for the transmission of knowledge, both of you know, physical, worldly knowledge, but also spiritual knowledge. And so that union is blessed by God. We're meant to be seeking more than just animalistic instincts and desires. Right? You're, you're meant to be uh, doing a lot more than just, if you're just looking to, to satisfy your sexual appetite with various partners, you're just looking at your sex, you're, you're turning them into sexual objects. That's what the partners become. And this is why sexual liberation is always promoted in these cultures. Degeneracy is always promoted here in these cultures. Sexual degeneracy and degeneration is seen as something that's somehow, somehow good and blessed. But it's not. It's not. There's another quote from the archpriest 
Artemy Vladimirov. For a marriage to be happy, it must not be built on the principle of trying it out. Crowns are placed on the heads of those being married in the church. These crowns symbolize martyrdom. Martyrdom because someone decides to live for the other, transcending his egotism, and abandoning a life lived only for himself. And not just for a day, or for two years, but for your whole life. This is a real martyrdom in Podvig. Podvig being like an ascetic, an ascetic endeavor. Asceticism, right? Uh, when a person rises to the full measure of his human dignity. That's what marriage is. I mean, family, and, uh, is, it goes beyond just the desire to physically procreate. That's nonsense. You're not just here to physically chase pleasure. You're not just here to chase pleasure. <laughs> Life is much more than that. All right, so we got, we got some tips over here on Rockfin. We got Zex tipping two. Oh, we already read that one. Kate tipped 20 bucks. Thank you, Kate. Says, hi, everybody. I can't stay for today's live stream, so I'll rewatch later. Please pray for my cousin Gabe. He was in a horrible motorcycle accident. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, thank you, Kate. Will do. All right, so the attack on family, the attack on marriage, the attack on humanity, basically. I mean, this, this is what this is. <laughs> it's a destruction of traditional values, which are given to us for a reason. Now, these ideas are being promoted for a reason. Right, if you guys are watching on YouTube right now, we're going to transition. We're going to go over there to Rockfin exclusively. We're going to finish this up on Rockfin. Here we go. Put the link over here for the Rockfin stream. Second half is going to be uncensored exclusively on Rockfin. The link is actually pinned in the YouTube chat. Pull up a tab. Go over there to Rockfin. It's free to watch while we're live. Second half of this, we might, I'll probably leave this one up for free, but definitely you should consider as well becoming a subscriber, upgrading to a subscription over there on Rockfin. That's going to give you access to all of our exclusive members-only content over there. All right. So you guys watching on YouTube, we're going to watch this, uh, watch this video about polyamory increases in popularity as record numbers flock to dating apps over there on Rockfin. Thank you guys for watching on YouTube. Take a quick break, take like a one minute break while we transition over there exclusively to Rockfin. You guys make sure to share the video, like the video, and come over there and watch the second half on Rockfin. Links in the description, links in the live chat. We'll see you guys over there.